This is BB Radio, and I am your host, Catherine Duraso. On today's episode, I am talking to my mobile moms who are dealing with, or not dealing with, I should say, but who have <laughs> young children. So young children, I'm talking about kids that are like, maybe like 10, 10 and above is, is a pretty cool age. Um, and I say 10 because 10 is a little different than it used to be. Um, 10 is a little more sophisticated. 10 is a little bit more knowledgeable and aware. And so I think that it's kind of important to uh, think about our parenting style regarding those particular um, age group of children and up. Um, and then we go into, of course, like our teens, like 12 year olds, 13 year olds. I'm not, well, not well, 12, of course, 19, but uh, 13 year olds, 14 year olds, things like that. And, um, you know, just that that young stage, you know, where. The child is kind of coming into their own. They're still figuring things out. You want to support. You don't know how, you know, conflict may be happening, maybe not, but they have some issues going on and school's happening. You know, it's just like a variety of different things happening. Okay. And I have two particular, one of my children is 12 years old. My other one is about to be 14. And the thing about them is that my 12 year old looks like she's about 15 years old. And so it's it's a very interesting place to be at because she's a girl and my son is 14 he's about to be 14 he's very tall he's very handsome and the thing is that you know he is finding his manhood and all these things and fighting and whatnot and and it's not really him fighting it's more so him kind of um uh, asserting his 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 young madness if you will and it's just a wild ride to be honest with you because it's all happening to me at one time with both people with both kids and they're in the same school so it's it's very interesting but what I want to say is that I'm learning some things along the way and so I thought I would share some tips with you guys and just talk with you about this because I think parenting in general is very different than I think it used to be I think that we understand parenting now um, I think back in the day, um, I don't know if people really understood what parenting meant, 360. I think it was like you kind of did certain things habitually, like take care of the child, be there for the child, etc. But I think that parenting has a lot to do with positioning. And um, I think that when you're at that tender age of 10 and up, um, it, it, it's time to set them up. It's time to put them on the right path. It's time to start expanding our thought processes that way they can have a better future. It's time for us to take charge and say, hey, this is the direction where, where we're going to go. And it's not being forceful or anything. It's just having a plan. I think that when you um, have a child, um, you have to have a, a blueprint for them, uh, some type of plan strategy. Not saying that you need to manage what they do with their lives or anything like that. We're talking about like what they're exposed to, how their um, lifestyle engagement is, you know, um, you know, that's like, that's pretty much what I'm talking about, you know, like, because you can't decipher on what your child does. It's, it's going to be cute if they took over the family business, but it, 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 that may not happen, you know? So at the end of the day, you got to live with that. You got to keep it moving, but you can at least position them to a way where their life is a tad bit more successful and they are um, fortunate to have certain opportunities. Now, before we get into that, I want to thank you all for tuning into this episode. Be sure to share with other like-minded women. That way we can continue to grow our community. I thank you guys so much, so much from the bottom of my heart for tuning into this episode. Um, And just in general, you know, subscribing to the podcast and just um, really being a part of this tribe of women who are um, looking at their lives in a very different way, a very open way, a very evolved way. Um, And it's exciting because I'm evolving as well. You know, I'm evolving, you know, we evolving. We just like, you know, so it's exciting. (laughs) 
It is exciting. Yes. So, you know, this episode was really inspired by um, my personal situations, my personal life. And um, I know that there's other moms out there, you know, that are managing children, young children. And I don't know. I think like parenting is just like this big guessing game. And it's just like this journey, you know. And so I said, you know what, let me go ahead and share some tips. Let me share some ideas that I have um, that I think is working a little bit (laughs) you never know with kids okay honey because they'll come out of bag on you but I feel like um being a mom of five I definitely have experienced some different um personality traits and some different things and some stuff is working so that's what I got today all right so let's get into this episode all right so one thing that I've noticed with kids in general right you need to have some key 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 elements in place because this is someone that literally comes out knowing nothing they have set of emotions and feelings towards things right but they don't know how life really is and so it's up to you as a parent to expose them to life and to expose them to situations and so one thing that you're going to have to do as a child begins to now explore on their own like they have their own mindset they're you know being exposed to television and social media and whatever else they're engaging with you want to start thinking about like okay creating a sense of a boundary Okay, like a boundary in terms of, you know, having a mutual respect for each other, because when the child gets to a point where they feel like they're their own entity, it's important for them to know that y'all not in the same league with each other. Even if you look the same, like similar body style, body type, whatever, 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 that it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, I'm the person who birthed you. I'm the person who created you. And of GP, you shall respect me. Okay? Now, it's not with like a strong arm or any craziness like that. It's just like, it's just like a general humanal hierarchy. You know, I birthed you, child. Like, put some respect on it. Um, And I think that when you establish that at around that 10-year-old age and you say, hey, I respect how you feel, you know, and I respect what you want to do. I also, too, want you to always understand that I would like for you to respect me as your parent and address me in these particular ways. Now, you may that may mean no cursing in front of you. That may mean... um, you know, being open and honest with you, I would hope, you know, just, I think like making sure that they don't curse when they talk to you, you know, making sure that they don't disrespect your home by bringing like people in and, you know, paraphernalia, um, doing things that will harm themselves or endanger the family. You know, I think those are the things that you have to establish with young people. Um, but for the most part, I feel like it's just a wild ride because you really don't know what they're going to engage in. But so that's why I feel like it's important to have a game plan. So that way they always have something to revert back to. And also, too, you have like a sense of control, you know, like or a control, I should say. Um, but when it comes down to it, establishing that sense of respect and those sense of boundaries. So it's like, you know, this is how, you know, like you said, like no cursing, you know. So when you talk to me, you know, regardless of how emotional you are with the situation, I don't want any cursing, you know, um, saying, hey, you know, um, as your parent, you know, this is what I expect from you. I expect for you to be home at this time. I expect for you to do these particular chores. Um, and it's not coming from a forceful place. And you explain that. I feel like at around 10 years old or so, you can create a cool, cool relationship with your child because it's not really that the child needs you in terms of managing themselves 100%. Because around 10, the child is learning how to um, stand on its own. So you want to think about like letting the child have free range. You want to think about letting the child being able to think for himself. 
And at the end of the day, you know, you, it's just a little bit different, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different. So as I just feel like saying, you know, um, what your boundaries are, what, you know, what, what they can and cannot do per se, um, is important. And I think having that fluent, relaxed kind of conversation because they understand things. Kids these days are very modern. They're watching TV, honey. They're, you know, it, it's different. You know, it's like kids, uh, the way they talk to each other, honey. It's just, they, they just cool, you know, it's just chill. So you don't have to be so like nervous, agitating and weird because that's just going to make the child perceive that subject that same way. The way that you address it is the way the child will retain it, you know? So we also have to be conscious of what we do and how we approach things as parents, of course. Now, the other thing I want to say that kind of piggybacks off of that is having an understanding. So having an understanding of what you expect, like, now, you can put a rule in place, okay? But that doesn't mean that every single time that the child is going to follow that. That doesn't mean that, you know, the child is now going to be spick and span perfect because of the fact that you said this this thing now needs to be in place. No, because the child's attention span is not the same as yours. And the child may not feel like doing whatever it has been discussed to do. Certain days, the child may be up and down. The child may feel rebellious. It's dealing with some hormonal stuff. You got all kinds of things happening when you're a kid. So at the end of the day, you know, eh, it's not going to always happen like to perfection. But what you want to make sure you do is, is that you have an understanding on the front end and during the process of teaching that is very clear, right? So if you're telling the child, hey, I need for you to do these dishes, you know, I need for you to do your chores and the child continuously doesn't get their chores done or doesn't incomplete, what you have to do is create understanding. So you may need to take a moment, step back and show the child how to wash the dishes, Show them, give them a tutorial, take them through it again to have a clear understanding of expectancy. So then that way, too, they can have a certain level of confidence in what they're doing because they understand in some degree that they are going to have to do whatever is requested of them because they live in your house underneath your regime. They have to do what you say. Now, you do have the rebellious kids that don't want to do it and then cause other havoc. Those type of of situations, I feel like you have to deal with them all the way around different. You know, you may need to get some additional help involved. You may need to get the child to speak with someone about some anger and some understanding issues. Like there may be some other things that are happening where you can't communicate and convey things, you know, to the point where the child understands. Now, if you um, are not experiencing that, then when it comes down to this understanding you know, I feel like you can make sure that you iterate the understanding. That way, there is very little error in further execution. Now, as a leader and as a teacher, you have to always remember that you're going to have to, you're going to have to, um, how can I say this? You're going to have to implement the same thing or say the same thing multiple, multiple times before the child comprehends. Like, that's just a part of the journey. You're going to have to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. For a while until they get out of learning phase and they get into execution phase. And when they get into execution phase, then it's a matter of coaching them. You know what I mean? So it's like right now they're in training. So you have to always remember that. So once you create that sense of understanding, I feel like your rate of them um, performing is a little bit higher because they, they understand y'all on the same page. Um, and that goes into when it comes down to rules and regulations. You know, having conversations with your children, explaining why you're doing the things that you're doing, 
what the bigger picture is, is very important because in that way that can get them more on board and more convinced to do better. So it's again going underneath understanding. Okay. Now the next thing is when it comes down to young people. Okay. Now you have to tailor your tongue, but don't be lame. Okay. Like don't be lame with your kids because it's 2019 girl. They done seen it all. If they got a cell phone or access to a computer or something, girl, they done seen it all. So you need to keep it 100 with them. So that way they don't think that you're so lame, but you can't relate. Okay. But what you're going to need to do is explain the game to them. Okay, like you're a parent now. So that means that you are of a certain age. And what I will say is that you have wisdom to give them. As a woman, you have wisdom and you can use this superpower to help your young. Okay, to be able to get through life. If you know something smell fishy, if you know something that they're doing is going to backfire in their face, tell them. Warn them, give them the game, okay? Ask them to tell you what's going on with their lives. Be involved. You understand what I'm saying? And and it's one of those things where like, the reason being is because you can be a confidant and you can express that to them. Say, hey, listen, I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to be there for you. At the end of the day, you don't have to question my loyalty because you don't want to be in a situation where your child's back is up against the wall. You could have got them out the situation you know, or prevented it altogether. And now you're stuck having to deal with the consequences of their decision. I just feel like our job is to be able to help our children nurture them to get to the next level. And the way we do that is really making sure that we, you know, give them the game. Okay. And keep it 100 when you do it. That's, that's really important. If you know, like, especially with us women, you know, tell your girls what's going on. Okay. Tell your daughters what's popping. What these guys are on. I'm not saying they're all about sex and all that. But what I'm saying is give them the, the, the warning signs. When a guy does this, perhaps he means this. Like for things that you don't know 100% the answer to, you can always tell them perhaps this is how it is. Or, you know, I've seen girls that experience X, Y, Z. You can always tell them the game in that fashion. But nevertheless, definitely attempt to. So then that way they can feel like you are kind of like an expert in some degree and they can start feeling comfortable to come to you because you want your child to be able to tell you what's going on in their lifestyles. You want them to tell you, you know, what they're experiencing. That way you can always be of service. That's a part of that motherhood shit, you know. (laughs) We gotta gotta be there, you know. But as they get older, you find different ways to be able to connect with your child and be able to um, be there for them, right? So the next thing I want to say is, When it comes down to parenting young people, they want to expand their visions. Like what they experience now is definitely um, reflective of you in terms of you, you know, ultimately decided what school they went to because of your living circumstances and all these other things, you know, downward or kind of like backwards, if you will, reversal kind of situation. So it's kind of like this. If you um, want your child to be at a certain level in life or at least exposed to certain types of uh, energies in life, you're going to have to expand their vision. So you're going to have to show them content of, you know, videos, um, books of things that are expansive. That may mean, you know, teaching them about like a Napoleon Hill, teaching about different philosophies, different religion, different ideologies, just so that way this child is very versed in life and in culture you know you want to think about um because if, if if that does happen right say your child is versed and say your child is in this expansive mode what will happen is that 
they will attract this greatness, this likeness. You know, they'll attract someone who is fluent in multiple languages. They'll attract someone who is more like them and people and business opportunities, which is really what you want for your child, right? We all want great for them. So I just feel like you you think about positioning your child to where they can have the best fortunate opportunity, you know? Um, I think that's really, really important. So I think that too, you know, showing them things and, you know, having them attend different events and concerts and, you know, um, different plays that um, allow their minds to go to the next level and see more and envision more. So that way they're, it's like that law of attraction principle, you know, what you think about, you bring about. If they're thinking about things where, you know, it is um, lovely, evolutionary, peaceful, I just feel like those are the things that are ultimately going to come back in return. So, yes. So, those are my basic tips, I feel like, dealing with young people because, for the most part, I feel like it's just an ongoing journey. I think as long as you're open and honest, um, I think that's what matters. I don't think that you should try to be cool and hip. I think that you should focus on being kind and understanding. I think that you should remember that you were once a young person, too. But I think that you should set boundaries because if you don't, well, then the child will run wild. And that's And that's... That's just true to probably to any type of human. You know, you have to set boundaries. You have to set an understanding. Um, and I believe that they would appreciate it more in the long run. Um, and that's really what it is. You know, um, I feel like um, these young people these days have a different mindset. And they have a very different focus in life. Um, and I feel like we should respect it. I feel it's also that um, as a parent, you know, uh, it's important to play a role. It's important to set your child up for the best. Train them well. You know what I'm saying? Like, train them well. So then that way they can stand up to those who also been trained by the elite. You know? And they they can be in competition with them in, in a full righteous way. Because life is really... It's, it's not competitive in a negative state. It's just that the best man always wins. And the best man can be defined by whoever's looking at it. But I feel like if your child is comes from an intelligent perspective or wide range perspective I should say not intelligent but a wide range perspective if your child can um, have an understanding about how you know the world works kindness understanding check balance you know all those things you know understand the game of life you know how some people really get down you know could you imagine if you knew if your parents really told you the game instead of sugarcoating and letting you experience it You know, some of us were fortunate enough to have parents that were very honest and open with us, but some of us had to literally learn by example. And could you imagine if the conversation was open? Baby, things would change. Things would change tremendously. So I definitely, I root for it. I root for this whole thing of just, you know, um, parenting a young person as though they are preparing to be an adult, which is indeed true. Right. So, you know, when I see a young person, I'm like, look, you know, you're about to walk into a whole new stream of life. Life is about to become very real for you. And so you need to make sure that you're ready, you know, and I, I don't know. I don't think I don't think it's anything wrong with looking at it like that. You know, life is fun. Life is great. Life is fantastic. But also, too, life is a matter of preparation. And that's what I think. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Be sure to uh, share with other girls. And uh, we'll continue to, you know, keep this thing going, if you will. Um, you know, parenting my, my, my younger children is a very interesting journey. You know, I'm learning as I go on. Um, but I'm also too learning that I have to have infrastructure. You know, if I don't have infrastructure, it's not going to work. 
if I don't know what I expect from them, it's not going to work. If I'm not open and honest with them, it does not work. And um, if I don't have boundaries, ooh, girl, it doesn't work, okay? Because young people, go, they'll test your boundaries. They will go there with you, okay? And I'm just like, mm, you know? <laughs> I don't want none of that. So, yes, um, I hope you guys definitely enjoyed this podcast episode. It is... Uh, you know, it's amazing to talk to you girls and I will talk to you girls soon. Lovely parenting and shout out to all of my lovely mogul moms out there. I will check in with you guys later. Ciao.